I want to learn a, few, a couple of psukim, really two psukim with the chevra, and share with the Olam Svas Emes, really something, an idea that's important to me, an idea that's important. Let's learn as follows. We'll start, I always like learning our Masechta. We're learning Kedushin this year. Many of us have switched as well to Makas. We're learning Kedushin. I need to learn this Gemara with the Chevra and then learn a Pasuk in Parshas Kedushim. To learn a Pasuk in this past week's Parsha and then we'll work from there. The Pasuk in Vayikra Perak Yotes. Perak Yotes, Pasuk... Lamed Beis, Yud Tes Lamed Beis. So a pasuk in a pasuk in later on in Kedushim. Mipnei Seva Tukum, stand up for an old man. Vadarta Pnei Zaken, give honor. It's in Yud Tes Lamed Beis. Mipnei Seva Tukum, stand up for an old man. Shloima. Vadarta Pnei Zaken, and give honor to a Zaken. Chazal in Kedushin tell us a zakein is a Talmud Chacham. So give honor to an old man, stand up for a Talmud Chacham, Hashem. Fear Hashem. What shaykh is to fearing Hashem? So comes the Gemara Daflamid Gimel in Kedushin and explains as follows. It's very, very easy, it's very easy to, to pretend like you didn't see somebody. It's very easy to pretend like you didn't see somebody. If a, if a Talmud Chacham walks in, so I can make believe I didn't see him. Beseder, it's not a breach in his honor, I just didn't see him, I was learning. And it's easy to pretend like you didn't see. The Yeresem Elikecha means fear Hashem, you know you saw him, stand up for him. The Yeresem Elikecha, it's something that you can never be, you really can't be called out on. An old man walks on a bus. So you can give him your seat, you can stand up for him. Or you can easily, in Yiddish, they say, mach nish make like you didn't see. So the Yerei Kecha is said on something that's Masr Lulev. Nobody can call you out on it. Fear Hashem. You know you saw him, stand up for him. That's the Yerei Kecha is on a Dover HaMasr Lulev. Something that nobody can call you out on. Only you know. There are many things in our life that only we know. Rashi says, It's given to the heart of the man. He's the only one who knows it. And on that it says, Hashem. So, Pasuk number one is, they save a tukum, stand up for him. Give honor to the old man. Give honor to the Talmud Chacham. Fear Hashem. You have mitzvahs that others can call you out on a bridge. This is one nobody could ever say, why didn't you stand up? Like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> nobody ever will ask you, why didn't you stand up? Maybe you didn't see him. It's Masir Lulev. You know the truth and the not truth, fear Hashem. There's another Pasuk in Parshish Kedoshim as well. Aaron, you hear another Pasuk. It says, In front of a blind man, don't put a stumbling block. Pasuk Yodal, Perak Yotes. 
don't give, don't put a stumbling block in front of a blind man. Fear Hashem. Why does it say fear Hashem? Says Rashi the same thing. Don't put a stumbling block means don't give him bad advice. Don't give him bad advice. I'll tell you something funny, Hever. If you learn Torah and you're present, you discover things. If you bring your life to Torah, you discover things you never noticed before, Yankov. Right now, we're in the middle of a full-time job thinking where guys should go for next year. And by the way, we know we have limited spots, spots in certain yeshivas. I have limited spots in Imre Bina. So a particular bacher, if he asked me, Rebbe, where do you think I should go, here or Imre? It's easier for our system to say, go to the other place. Because I know I have limited spots in Emory. And maybe this guy could go to one or two places and another guy only can thrive in Emory. So for our system, it's better to say, go to the other place. But let's say for him, it's better to go to Emory. Now, by the way, it may be better for 35 guys that he goes to the other place. And for him, it's better to go to Emory. So I noticed this year, you know, Rashi says one extra word that I never noticed before in my life. Rashi says, if somebody's blinded in a certain matter, don't give him bad advice, but Rashi says, don't give an advice that's bad for him. Now, Chaimel, there's an extra, why did it say, loy? Should say, don't give an eight sashayna againis. It's asadaraisa to give bad advice, Avrami. But it doesn't say bad advice. It says eight sashayna hegenis. Lie! Don't give bad advice to him. By the way, by the way, I've been asked, let's say a school calls me. I know you're close to this kid. Could you recommend he switches schools? He's bad for 30 kids. Now, for 30 kids, the good advice is to tell them to leave. But let's say for him, the best thing is to stay. So is it Eino Hegenes? It's Eino Hegenes Loi. You can't say it's Eino Hegenes. It's not good advice. For more people, it's good advice. But it's Eino Hegenes Loi. It's not good advice for him. I never noticed this Rashi before, Shloima. Don't give an eight to Eino Hegenes Loi. You're talking to him. I don't want to hear it's better for five million people. For him, it's not better. Don't give him bad advice. Isn't that amazing? I never noticed that one extra two, two letters, loy. Eitzashenu igenis loy. Should say, don't give him an eitzashenu igenis. Doesn't say, don't give him bad advice. Don't give bad advice for him. If it's bad advice for him, then don't you dare say it. It's bad advice for him. A kid asked, should I come to yeshiva here? The parents, what do you think about my son coming? That's very hard for us. And it'll be hard for 200 kids if he comes. He's a difficult kid. So can I call it Eitz Hashem Oigenes? For more people, it's good advice that he doesn't. No, I think it should look elsewhere. I think it's better. I think it should look elsewhere. It's Eitz Oigenes. It's Oigenes for 200 people. But it's Eino Oigenes. It's not good for him. You're a liar. He asked you, is it good advice for him? He asked you. What's the right advice for him? Ain't no yigenis It's not good advice for him. You got to answer for the one who asked you. He asked you. I never noticed this, Mendy, before I told them Thursday night. I told, we learned this Thursday night. The loy was dazzling. But listen like this. 
Says the Pasuk, don't give bad advice. Fear Hashem. In bad advice, nobody can call you out. Nobody knows your intention. It's subtle. So what do you mean? It's best. You know. You know. Fear Hashem. Now I want to share as Fasemis, but before I learn this Fasemis, I don't want to leave this Pasuk, both Pasukim. Because I want us all, if I literally, if I had to say what I want from every guy here, what I want you to be is a person who keeps these psukim. These psukim are gorgeous. In your heart of hearts live the truth. We live in a world that's about perception. What the other guy sees, what he's going to call out. I am so moved. I don't even, before I even get to the Svasemis, and we're going to get to a Svasemis. But these psukim, they light, they light a fire in my belly. Fear Hashem. It's Master Lelev. Nobody can call you out. You look from, you give aldig. Nobody will call you out. But you know the truth. But you know the truth. Make sure you're doing what you know is true. Make sure you know what you, you're doing what you know is the truth. Be, you're so powerful in your heart of hearts. I did what's true and right. By, by these psukim that you can't be called out you'll see situations in your life smile, giggle when it happens you're sitting down learning you know, you know this happens to say if a Torah comes by all of us know you could make believe you didn't see it you're right here and say if a Torah came by I'm learning right here and you see I have very good peripheral vision I could see right there very well and a Sefer Torah comes by, I can easily keep learning. I Pasha didn't see it. The problem is that you know you saw it. You know you saw it. Now, there's no breach. Nobody will call you out. Why didn't he stand up? He was learning. <laughs> but you know you saw it. Stand up. Even when nobody else can call you out. It's only given to your heart. Live with your Shemayim. Real. Authentic. Literally, if I had to describe what we're producing in the yeshiva, I would read these psukim. I want somebody who's authentic in here. It's not about what the neighbor sees. Nobody will call you out. Nobody will be able to say a word to you, but you know the truth. Live what you know the truth. You're very, very powerful. If you, if you live in the way you know what's true, live it, live it. But you know, sure, you won't be called out. Nobody will, nobody will say, at least they can't say anything. So both these psukim, I want to study before we say any pshatim. If I jump iron to pshatim, are you moved by, I'm very moved. I have like goosebumps iron from these psukim. Because that a person could be live honest and sincerely. The word authentic, I'm so moved by a guy who can live like this. We're in a society, how many people live in a certain way what the neighbors see? By the way, the same guy behind closed doors is very sweet to his wife and kids, by the way. Because he fears Hashem. It's not about being called out by your neighbors. It's not about what the guests are going to say. The same guy, you know, when their neighbor's over, when you have guests at your Shabbos meal, everybody's acting so polite. Yingalo. You know, he's talking a certain way to his kids. Nobody's there. Nobody knows. No papers writing. Do what's authentic. Do what's true when nobody's there to call you out.
A guy's driving in a car alone with his wife, just him and his wife. When he's around others, dear, and he's so like, he's so pleasant and sweet. He opens the door like he's so dramatic. She comes to a place, he opens the, what about it's just you two? It's just you two. How do you talk to her? Nobody's going to call you out. Authentic. This is like to strive for, to, to literally attain in our life that you're authentic when it's Masr Lulev, when you can't be called out for it. So much of life, parenting is like full of that. Because your little son's not calling you a daddy. He, he's vulnerable. When you're in public, you're behaving. Your mamish, lovely father. Amazing. These psukim are these two psukim and kedushim are to live for, to mamish build a life around. But I want to share svasemis with the chevra. I'm so excited because I always thought I, I was baruch kivanti not here. I didn't come to the Svasemis from the Psukim Meir, but I always felt, I always, I was mechavin to the Svasemis, not from these Psukim, from the idea of the Svasemis. Listen to what the Svasemis, I think, is saying. Now, I just, I'm very novice at learning Svasemis, and I, you won't hear me quoting many Svasemis, because I don't know it well. My son loves Svasemis, and I'm just starting to study a Svarm, and it's going to take me, basically, years. I'm sharing this and being honest because it's an Eitzah that I've come to in other places and I think that's what the Svasemis is saying here. Allow me to, to, to guess what he means. I have a kashachem. The Pasuk says, the Pasuk says, we'll pick one of them. They say, stand up for the old man. I have a kashachem. What mida, what attribute does it take to stand up Nobody sees you're learning. So what's the, what's the force that's needed to stand up? You're sitting there, you have a voice in your mind. Nobody knows you saw that Torah. You need Yerushalayim. There's reality. There's Hashem. There's truth. There's Emes. There's Hashem who marks, who writes, who observes. There's something called truth. Nobody can call me out, but there's a truth. Ask the Svasemis, the way I understand it. He doesn't ask the question. He says a pshat. I think this is what he's asking. Ask the Svasemis. It's out of order, Yosef. It should say, They say, Fear Hashem. So stand up. It doesn't say it that way. It says, Stand up. I needed the year Shemayim first, Martcha. What was necessary, I'm sitting here and I'm looking down and Talmud Chacham walks in. So I have an easy option not to stand up. Nobody's going to call me out. But I know I saw him. So what do I need to get me to stand up? You're So it's written out of order. Should save you, raise They save a tokum. So it's written out, they save a tokum, you raise If I stood, stand up, fear Hashem. I needed that fear Hashem before I stood up. So it should say, the They say, Fear Hashem and get up. It says, Get up and fear Hashem. I needed the fear to get up. If I don't live with reality, if I'm a pretend guy, fear Hashem and be nice to your son. It's just you and him. And he's causing you to be impatient and nobody's going to call you out. Fear Hashem. 
So why does it say they say the takmi Go to the other one. Don't give bad advice. Now it's subtle. Nobody can call you out. It was convenient. You gave the advice that worked better for you. It was more convenient for you. You should go to this. You don't go to Imre. <laughs> and then all of a sudden things got easier for you. Nobody can call you out. Nobody will ever call you out on it. I've had cases. A, a Bachar's father wants him to go to a certain yeshiva. So he where should I go? Now if I tell him the, the yeshiva's father wants, Shalom al Yisrael. I get no slack. I get no feedback. He goes there. I, I could rationalize it. I could hear that. But let's say it's better for him to go to the other yeshiva and his father's going to be livid. He's going there. Oh, son of mine's going there. Now his father's mad. Nobody's going to call me out. I'm the only one who knows that sugya. What's, I'm the only one who gets it. Nobody can call me out. It's easy to say. You got to it. It's an easy thing. And you're a shtickle hero, doch. I, uh, you should go there, father. Life's easier. Nobody's going to call you out. You're racing Same kasha. What do I need to give the right advice, Shloim? I need Yerushalayim. So it should say, I need the Yerah to do it. But it says, Says the Svasemes, and here's the kicker, Chavra. Here's the advice. Says the Svasemes, that besides if you have Yerushalayim, you'll call yourself out, if you call yourself out, it brings you Yerushalayim. It's advising when nobody knows and your head's down and you see it. Stand up, you'll get Yerushalayim. You'll become a more real person. Even if you're, you, we all have trickery in us. We all have nobody sees. Get up and tell, I know I could trick. And I know it, I, 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 it's in me to trick. Stand up and you'll get Yerushalayim. You'll become a more real guy. It's not just be real and get up. Get up and be real. I was rocked by the Svasamas. What an Eitzah. What an Eitzah. It's not just you want your kid. You, you're tempted. You're a fake. You're tempted to be impatient. Nobody's going to call you out. So you could be a little tough. Who's going to see? He's four years old. So you could say, be real and be nice to him. You could also do the opposite. Be nice to him and get real. The etzem, doing what's right, doing what's true when nobody sees, you'll become a more real person. Svasemis speaks it out. Svasemis, what an etzem, what an etzem. You're davening alone in your room. You can do anything you want. And nobody calls us out, so you can say nothing, and, and you're just trying to like ease some guilt inside of you and rush to a fake shmanesri. So you can either say, be real and daven. It's another etzem, daven and get real. You could dive in alone, real, and it will make you more, it will bring your Shemaim into you. You'll be a person who lives more real. What a Svasemis, what an Eitzah, it's tantalizing. Uh, you tell a guy, be real and dive, but I'm not, be real. Halavai. Says the Torah, Toisha, Vadarta Pnei nobody sees, and you say, but I know, stand up, you'll become your Shemaim, you'll become a person who lives with more realness. What a motive, what an incentive. Who amongst us doesn't want to be an authentic person? Who it's not about if I'm called out, it's about that I live true. I live what I know, I live what's right. It's not about if the neighbor's going to call me out. It's not about if the paper's going to write about it. You're alone in the bathroom and there's a tissue on the floor. 
You can word it two ways, Chavr. You could say, be real and pick up the tissue and throw it away. By the way, I'm sorry to be so graphic, but the toilet, the seat is not so clean. You could say, be real and clean the seat. Why should someone do it in a healthy way? Wash your hands after. You could say, be real, be a real person so nobody will know. Nobody will know. Be authentic. Be a person who lives with Yerushalayim and clean the seat. But the Torah says the opposite way. Clean the seat and become real. Clean the seat alone when nobody knows and you do what's right, what's true, what's authentic, and nobody knows is a path to becoming Yerushalayim, living with Hashem. A person who just does what's true and right, plugged in person, Yerushalayim. And it's an eighth in itself. If you say to a guy, be real and clean the seat, but I'm not real, be real and clean the seat. Halavai, when I get real, no, 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 clean the seat and you'll become real. Clean that seat when nobody sees and nobody knows and don't tell your friend, you just clean the seat and you'll become a real guy. That's the state, the Svasema says, that's what these Psukim are saying. That in the eighths of Yerushimayim, to develop a person of Yerushimayim, practice doing something that only you know you did. Nobody was able to call you out and you called yourself out. Nobody will know. Nobody can know. Nobody can. Anybody watching can't know. But you know. Delicious, Yosef Chaim. No? Welcome home, Yosef Chaim. Shloyme Tesh is back. An ernst the person. Authentic, sincere Yid. This work, like you came in... You came in the Ashkachas Hashem. You probably think that I said this word just because you're here. I, it wasn't true. I saw the Svasemis and I wanted to share it with the Chevra. Yeah, I'm dazzled. I've had this thought before. I, I think this is what the Svasemis is saying. For those that are experts in Svasemis, they're very difficult to learn. I was really trying hard the Shabbos to learn Svasemis. There were many pieces. I only was successful on a couple. I worked hard. I worked hard. You have to like get what he's asking, why he's saying. He's not just saying things. He writes like a Rishon. Rishonim write brief. Achreinim are lengthy. They tell you what they're bothered by. The Svasemis writes like a Rishon. A few words. It's cryptic. You're trying, what's he saying? Why did he say that? What? It's not what it said here. In my understanding of the Svasemis, I share it with you, not because I'm convinced it's pshat. I have to be honest. I think that's what he's saying. I share it with you because this idea I have thought of other times. This idea that if you do something when nobody knows, that can help bring Yerushalayim. A person who lives with this inner sense of what's right and wrong, you're so ahead of a Western society that's suffering, literally suffering from everything about what the neighbors are going to say. We're suffering from it. We're suffering a culture that's about what's posted on social media. How, how does it play for the crowds? We're suffering from it. And if a guy can train himself to do something that he can't be called out, he could leave that stall. I pardon so blunt. He could leave that stall and the garbage remains there. It could be, and I don't mean a guy to be OCD. I mean a guy to be so empowered and strong. No, it's, I want to clean this. I want to, nobody will call me out. Nobody afterwards will congratulate. I just want to be a real guy. I want to be a real person who does what I think is true and right. You're a beast. You're a beast. 
You have Yer Shemayim. You're so powerful. You'll use it all the time in your life. You'll be a person who's connected to what's right. It's very powerful. By the way, you'll have many things you'll be able to do that others will laugh at. You'll also tap into the same muscle. But you're, you have, you're tapped into something. It's not about what he says. And then there'll be people laughing at you and you'll do it too because it's true. And people yelling at you, you'll do it too because it's true. You'll have gained Yer Shemayim, fear of heaven. A sense of what's true. There's a Yiddish word. There's a Yiddish word that's a beautiful word. He's Erlich. He's Erlich. There's no, I don't know if there's an English word. I don't know if there's a concept beyond Torah of Erlich, Kate. Can you say anything in English? Erlich. In Erlich, a guy is Yerushimayim. He, he does what's true. He's dialed into what's right and true. Yerushimayim. So I needed to share. What do you say? Authentic. The best word. Chaim will say authentic. Good Chaim. Authentic human being. I needed to share this Svasemes with the Chevra. Shloime, what do you hold of this Svasemes? Fantastic. Isn't that a good Eitzah? So both the Pashup is holds true and the Eitzah. What do you hold, my Shloime? What a path. What a path towards something. This. I always, it's a great question. I always think that helps a lot. That helps a lot that you're, you're trying. I always feel with these tricks, quote unquote, that if you have that in mind, it could help bring you there. I don't want the muscle to be like guilt and other types of like things inside of us. Well, I don't want to be a bad person. I, I just want to, I want to be authentic. I think it helps having the right kabana. I would tell myself, if I were that guy picking up the tissue, I'd say, I want to be a real guy. Put it away. He's so authentic, nobody can call him out. And the next guy uses the stall and it's clean. What an authentic human being. Davra Masr Lulev, only he knows. And he walked out and the place is a better place for the next guy. Nobody can call him out. What a fine person. I'd love to look at a video camera. A guy like throws something to the garbage and it bounces out and nobody's around. He sees it there. That's like a story of our life. What do you do now? Looks around. That's the, right there is the story of our life, right there. I always say, I always say, Tess, I'd like to run. My daughter's young yet. One day, Shidduch Tess, if I had the power, I'd like to run. Like certain Tess is the guy, the guy I want for my daughter. I have one test I have said. It's a cold, blustery winter day. And there's a group of people in the car. He's in the back seat. And he runs out to, for like, he has to, he has to like run, run, run like a, a minute away. I'll give you an example. Okay, you pull up to the mailbox. In Blue Ridge, you get the mail in a box outside. It doesn't come to your house. So you drive up a carload of people. And he opens the back door, and he's running just to open up the mail to see if he has any mail. And then he's running back to the car. I want that guy, when he runs to get to the mail, he closes the door behind him. Because he hops, the rest of the people in the car are going to be cold. He's just running for a minute. From his, he's going outside. But I want a guy, he closes the back door. The rest, he's sensitive. The other guys are cold. That's one bechena. 
I have three bechenas I want to share with you. I want a very simplistic guy. I just want that guy when he runs out to get the meal. You know, you hear the scenario? He runs out. I want a guy who closes. He, you're at the gas station. He opens the he opens the door to run to. The, he's the driver. It's New Jersey. Somebody's giving gas. So the driver opens his door. He's going to the garbage to dump something in the garbage. You know, you go to gas stations. Do you guys also empty the garbage in your car? I look at it like I'm spending money on gas. Part is emptying my, the garbage. That's like part of the money I'm spending on gas. It's my right to clean out my car. So at gas station, I don't know if there's my own quirk. I always take the garbage. I feel like I'm getting a good deal. I got gas plus a place. Yeah, I think that's like the for me. It was push it for me. The garbage can at the, at, the, at, the, at the gas place is meant to empty your car. So you get out of your door and you run. You're running right back. I want the guy who closes the door because his wife is going to be cold. Now he's going out for a minute. If he's just thinking about him, I'm outside. So let me leave the door open. If I care, I want it open when I come back. Yeah, even for 30 seconds. Why should she be a little colder? I want a guy who closes the door. That's my first bechena. Bechena number two is I want a guy when he calls Eretz Yisroh and it's day by you and it's night by you, you say goodnight. And it's morning by him and, day, and night by you, late at night, you say good morning. Because I want a guy who understands for him it's morning even though it's night for you. So when a guy is at 12 o'clock at night, you call Eretz Yisroh, you say good morning, how are you? Even though you look, it's very hard to say good morning to somebody else when you're looking out your window and it's pitch black. But that's a big story in life that it's morning for him. So say good morning. It's very hard. Good morning. Have a great day. No, he says to you, I want the guy, who, the guy from Eretz Yisrael to the American says, have a great night. And you say to him, have a great day. Because that's a story of life. Do you see what he's experiencing? It's everything. What? I want a guy like you, Viggy, of course. Viggy's saying that, of course. It's very hard. It's the story of our life, Vicky. Because when we look outside and it's dark, we can't fathom that it's morning for somebody else. What? We don't. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? I'm not talking about it's, it's a visual for stuff. So that's the second bechena. And my third bechena is a guy alone in the bathroom that he picks up a, a tissue off the floor. That I can't look at the videos, but I want that when he's alone in there, I push, maybe we'll try. A guy comes to take out my daughter, I'll put a tissue in the, I'll, I'll throw two tissues there. I, my wife won't tell my wife, like you're supposed to show off to the guy. I'll have two tissues. If they remain there, if he leaves the facilities, I'm looking for a different guy. <laughs> That's not the guy I want. Because when he's alone, what does he call himself out? He can't be caught. He walked into that bathroom, he saw the tissues, did they go away? I've had thoughts here to try to test people out. I've had not, not like that to test the guys out. Nobody can catch you, nobody can call you out, but what's the truth? And a guy who does these things, a guy who purposely, when nobody can call him out, does what's true, he acquires your shaman. It's a very good answer to acquire the ability to be an authentic person. Mayor, what, let me hear some feedback, Mayor. What do you hold, Mayor? You like my beginners? Don't tell them these. I hope these. I won't say this for the next many years, because like nobody's gonna want to take out my daughter one day. <laughs> like this guy has beginners. He walks into the house like he's gonna look around. Like <laughs> 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 Mayor, what says you, Mayor? We are 
son, being real means being patient. I'm talking about the ability to call ourselves out what's true, independently of anybody seeing, independently of any. A person who taps into what's right, even though we can't be called out. I'm talking about that made. And I agree, Yerushamayim is like to acquire is a lot. This is like a hack, if you will. Now, there are no shortcuts, but if you do something that nobody knows, there's the Svasemis. It's not just. You need Yerushalayim, we'll create Yerushalayim. I love that Svasemus. Okay, I have more I want to say to the Chevra, but it needs a song between. This is obvious, we need a song. What I want to do, if the Ilm doesn't mind, I want to sing the Kalbach Nimkoimcha, the Chazanashuan. Yamaskim Yesim Aryeh, could you start us on the Chazanashim Nimkoimcha? Guys, no, but everybody sing along.
I want to keep going in the same topic, really on the same vein. We're headed towards Kabbalah Satayrich Hebra. And certainly we're preparing, we're holding, thank you so much. We're holding, did you win? Excellent, close game. Whoa, that's what I'm talking Rabbi say we're holding now. We're holding a few weeks. We're holding within three weeks now to Kabbalah Satayra. And we're being and We're preparing for Kabbalah Satayra. I think in our Achana Ezra, for Kabbalah Satayra, it's Kedai to look at the first person who ever went to Arsinai. The whole Sogya, we're all headed towards Arsinai, Yosef. It's Kedai to examine the first person who walked Arsinai. And I think we may find introductions, Aaron, that could bring us to our Sinai. We're going to go to the Har in another 20 days. And I think we should examine the first one. The first one who went to our Sinai was Moshe Rabbeinu. Moshe Rabbeinu in Parsha Shemais, he's in Midian. And he's a shepherd. He's a shepherd for his father-in-law. Nachla, he's a shepherd for his father-in-law. Moshe it's in Paragimel Pasuk Aleph of Shemais. Paragimel Pasuk Aleph, page 155. Moshe is a shepherd of the sign of the shepsels of Yisrael, Chaisnai's father in law. Kayin Midian. Yisrael was the Kayin, the priest of Midian. And Moshe Rabbeinu is the shepherd for Yisrael. And he leads the sheep into the desert. Now, Rabbi Sai, why is he? Midian was full of grass. Midian had beautiful fields, Devila. What in the world is Maishu Rabbeinu bringing the sheep to the desert? Martha, why did he bring them to the desert? And by the way, he brought Maishu Rabbeinu to the Har Hashem, Tarsinai. And this is when he gets the news, I want you to take the Yidna out of Mitzrayim and bring them Hashem points to this mountain, Har Sinai, and says, you're going to serve me on this mountain, Maimed Har Sinai. And what brought Maish Rabbeinu to the mountain is he was leading the sheep to graze in the Midbar. Ever, why did he bring the sheep to graze in the Mizbar? That is, this is the moment. And what brought him to the mountain? 
What brought him there? He brought the sheep to graze. Why did he go to the desert? Alo, Midian has beautiful fields, Ezra. Bring the sheep in all the fields in Midian. Gewaldig. There's some hefker sadais. Says Rashi, Achara Midbar, Lisrachik Minagezel. He wanted to be distanced from stealing. His animal shouldn't pasture in other people's fields. It's dangerous. If you're in Midian and you're bringing the animals to eat grass, they can easily just hop on over to somebody else's field and eat some grass. Maishu Rabbeinu Zahirus, his care not to be a gazla, not to steal, so he brings the sheep to the midbar. And his care from Gezel, not to steal, Zevi, I want you to hear this, listen to this. What brought Maisha to Arsenai? What was he doing the first time ever by Arsenai? And at that moment, he gets told that I want you to bring your entire people to the hire. So Rashi tells us he was leading the sheep. Says Rashi, He didn't want them to pasture in other people's fields. He was being careful of Gezel. Honesty. Now, if you're a very shallow person, it's like punked. Maisha Rabbeinu is being very honest. And Punkt, he gets to Arsinai and he's told that I'm giving the Torah right here on this mountain. So what brought Maisha Rabbeinu to the mountain is honesty. Careful with Gezel. I want to tell you, I learned by my Rebbe for nine years, all my life, but for nine years when I was older, I heard Shirem for many more years because I was a little kid. I liked to shell Shudas but from nine years, I learned from ninth grade through Beis Medrash, back in Kail, I learned by my Rebbe. You know the topic Abby spoke about most in the nine years? Honesty with money. Don't touch a dollar that's not yours. If you owe a bill, you pay up. For nine years, he spoke the most about honesty. That's what he hammered home, be honest. Now why that sugya? There are many sugyas to discover and to discuss. I think being honest with money is the most practical place in our life that we put the word honesty, sincerity, authenticity. When it comes to money, the most basic need, anything we get, we have food, money, clothing, money, all our needs, houses, money. All our needs come from money. That person who wants to be honest and erlich and sincere and authentic yid, he's careful, he owes a dollar, he pays it. That brings us to our Sinai. That yid who's going to live with Torah, who's going to live with Avaydis Hashem, the meeting place is you're careful with money. What brought Maisha Rabbeinu to our Sinai is Shalayiru Besadai He makes sure that he doesn't pasture in other people's fields. He doesn't touch a dollar that's not his. On Sunday, David HaMelech speaks, Mi Yale Bahar Hashem. Who is the one who climbs the mountain of Hashem? We all want to climb that mountain, Hasinai, up to Hashem. Who is the one? Niki Kapayim, somebody who has clean hands. Doesn't have sticky fingers. He doesn't take a dollar that's not his. Niki Kapayim, clean hands. 
tznaki, it's clean, his hands. He doesn't have, you know the receivers in the NFL who wear like these sticky gloves that everything they dive and it sticks to the, the glove? A guy who climbs the mountain has clean hands. He doesn't have sticky gloves. Niki Kapayim. That's the guy who climbs the mountain. And it's no coincidence, nothing is, that what brings Maishu Rabbeinu to Sinai is he brought the sheep there, they shouldn't pasture. There's an honesty and an erlichkeit, a sincerity. It's not, I don't want my animals to touch a dollar of somebody else. Is that person who has the willingness to live with honesty, please come to Sinai. Receive a Torah, a Sefer that speaks about honesty. I read to my shul this Shabbos, I read a Chavetz Chaim that I want to share with you guys. Just I was moved by the sensitivity. In Parshas Kedoshim, there's an Isser Darais of Leisashayk. Leisashayk is not to cheat a worker. That if a worker works for you to pay him. It says Leisashayk. Now listen to the din the Chavetz Chaim says in a footnote. The Chavetz Chaim wrote a sefer on honesty. On honesty, he wrote us one of his svarim, one of his many svarms on honesty. In Perakei of Svas Tamim, Perakei in Aga, in a footnote, the Chavetz Chaim writes like this, Chevra. Says the Chavetz Chaim, if you hire a worker and you don't say a price, you don't give him a price. He works, we'll talk after the job. He does a job for you, then after the job he says he wants a certain amount. And you hold it's a high fee, you want less. Now it says the Chavetz Chaim, typically the workers added, the, the, typically the Balabais is a rich guy, you're like a wealthy guy hiring workers. And the worker is a poor guy who needs his money, he's a hard laborer. He gets that money and him and his family eat lunch. Now he knows, you tell that worker, he's at the low, he's at the Yadla al Yaina. In every negotiation, somebody has the upper hand and the lower hand. Now the worker is both more desperate, and you tell the worker, you want future jobs, you want good recommendations, you better take my price. Says the Chavetz Chaim, if you pressure him to take a price, and he's really not happy with the price, you're over an Iser Daraisis. Iser eating Chazer, you're over Leisashik. Because he doesn't work at that price, believe Sholem. He's not believe Sholem. He's not full hearted, he really expected more. Says the Chavetz Chaim, Lahalacha, an honest Balabayas really has to give the worker whatever he wants, he wins. Otherwise, you're over Leisashik. So it's Kimak going to come out. You have to give him whatever he wants. Says the Chavetz Chaim, I beg you, when you and this is Jewish or Goyish workers. It's Asa Daraisa to steal from a guy. Gezalakum's Asa Daraisa. Leisashik, says the Chavetz Chaim, Asa Daraisa. So you have a Goyish worker. Says the Chavetz Chaim, if you don't set a price before the job, you're going to have to give in, basically, to any demands he makes. So I beg you, says the Chavetz Chaim, be erluch, before the job, come out with a number that satisfies both of you. If he says too high, so you don't have to hire him. But come out with a number that satisfies. If you set it up before, there's no loisashik. He worked, aldaseh. But if he works and then you, you force him because you have the upper hand to take a lower price, you are a thief. Loisashik. Could you be brought to court? Nobody will call you out except Hashem, but you're a thief. Because he worked for a price that he's not happy. He thought he'd get more money. Now you have the upper hand. 
Yeah, you want, you want. And people do all the time to workers. They say, it wasn't as good as I expected, I'm paying less. And the worker's stuck. Usually a worker is that guy, he won't get future jobs. He worked already. Say, no, I'm lowering it. I saw something messy about the job. You can't be caught, you're a thief. By the way, you're not invited to Arsina. Moshe Rabbeinu came to Arsinai. What brought Moshe Rabbeinu to Arsinai was a tremendous care that he pastured the sheep in the Midbar and he could have gone to the city and Avada not trying to do Gezel. He would have tried, but one little Shepsel would eat a little from the corner of a guy's field. A crime you couldn't be called out for. If anybody sees, say, oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, nobody's making you pay for that grass. But Moshe Rabbeinu had a tremendous honesty and sincerity. He said, I don't want to touch one penny of somebody against Allah. So when he brought the animals to graze, he brought them to the Midbar. There it's safe, everything's Hefker. He went the extra miles. He's out there, it's lonely, it's hot, and it's not Geshmak to graze. You ever brought the animals to the desert? It's lonely there. It's much more Geshmak to be in Midian. It's fest, it's Geshmak. It's what the Hevra. No, 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 he grazed in the desert. It's lonely out there, Zevi. And he grazed in the desert because I don't want to touch a dollar that's not mine. That brought him to Sinai. That brought him right then and there. Vayinai gacharat sain, achara midbar. Vayinai gesat sain, achara midbar. Vayavo el harlo kim haraven. He came to Sinai. That brought him right to Sinai. Ah, erlochkeit. There's honesty, there's sincerity, there's realness. What's not yours, you don't touch. That mamish brings you to our Sinai. It fascinates me that my Rebbe, of all the topics, what I have to say he pounded the most is to be Erluch, to be honest. Don't touch a dollar that's not yours. You owe a phone bill, pay it. I can call, I can say, I can... You owe the phone bill, you pay up the phone bill. You pay what you owe, you pay what you owe. The honesty, the sincerity that brings you to our Sinai. And I want to say there's so many options people can pull shtick and so many times they can't be called out. And what brings us to Harsinai is when the person just is honest and authentic and that person climbs up to Harsinai. So all of us making our way towards Harsinai with three weeks left, a little trip to Harsinai, honesty, honesty when it comes to money. When it comes to money, money's a... It matters. Money's important to us. Money's a motivator. Money. I need it. It's a necessity. Make sure you're honest. Make sure very, very straightforward. What's ours is ours. What's not is not. And that person with the care and concern and yane mamanis is the honest, sincere, authentic person that comes right to the heart. He accepts Hashem's Torah that's, that's meant for the authentic, sincere person. So that's, I wanted to share Moshe Rabbeinu's journey to the higher, so we also can take such a journey. I want this to be the mark of the yeshiva, a mark of, the, of a guy who learned in our yeshiva, is an honesty when it comes to money. An erlochkeit. An honesty when it comes to money. It's difficult. People feel pressures when it comes to money, and they can get away with a lot of stuff. There's a lot of gray, I don't know. There's a lot of gray, but you know, but you know, you know. And when you know, do what's right and do what's true, and you're that guy ready for Kabbalah Satayr, ready to be a Torah Dekayid, you're mamish infused with Hashem's Torah because you're an authentic person, you're Shaykh to Hashem's, you're MS and the Torah's MS, and then you're worthy of each other.
an honest person. I appreciate that my Rebbe pounded this to us, this honesty, this, this point of being an honest person. And I say to ourselves, let's hold ourselves accountable to that. I love that Maisha Rabbeinu, Rabban Shal Yisrael, the moment that he got to Arsina, he was busy with honesty and money. That's what brought him to the mountain. What was he doing there? He was being honest, because that's what brings you to the right places. He didn't want the animals to chas v'shalom graze. Less, this is his animal. You know, it's not, it's not on purpose. He doesn't need you. You know, you can find the shtickel hefker place. But it's right there, next door to the hefker place. It's not a hefker place. And one shep, so, you know, bears off. It's hard to rein in all your sheep. But he doesn't want one sheep to be grazed in a field that's not his. So he goes to the desert. He's going for lisrachik mina gezel. I don't want to be near gezel. I don't want to be anything that has a smell of gezel. I don't want to be involved in it. I'm fascinated. We're learning Kedushin. And I'm fascinated for those that learned that sugya of Ani Mahapik Bechararah. Those that learned that beautiful sugya, and he doesn't want to take a field that even has fascinating. There's a story here. Rev Gidel was looking at a field to buy it. Rev Abba bought it first. Rev Abba beat Rev Gidel to the punch and bought a field that Rev Gidel was looking at. Rev Gidel went, complained to Rev Zeir. Rev Zeir complained to Rev Yitzchak. They end up speaking to Rebaba, and they said to Rebaba, what'd you do? So he said, I didn't know. I didn't know. Rebaba said, I didn't know Rev Gidel wanted the field. So he said, Rebaba, I don't want to keep it. Take it. So Rev Gidel says, I don't want to take freebies. Sell it to me. Said Rebaba, I don't want to sell the first field I bought. It's not a good simon. Says the Gemara, Rev Abba refused to keep it. He was mafter it. He didn't want to take it. Now, Lalacha, it's mutter. Rev Gidol was, Rev Gidol was Michael. Rev Gidol didn't want to take it. So Rev Abba, he said, keep the field. I know you beat me to the punch. You didn't know you could have it. Rev Abba refused to keep it. I don't want money that's not pure. I don't want money. It's not pure guilt. What do you mean? Rev Gidol's Michael. It's not pure money. I want each guy here to be blessed with a lot of money. You should all have money, mamish, daiva heiser, enough and more. You should all have tremendous money that, like you need, but all clean money. Not a dollar that's not yours. Don't have somebody else's money in your possession. What brings us to our Sinai is the commitment to have Erlichigild. It's funny, people, there's an expression by an Esrig, a very yeshivish expression. A guy is an Esrig. If it has no black dots, called a reina esrig. It's clean. Rain means clean. It's a reina esrig. Now an esrig costs a hundred bucks. I want you all to have a reina esrig. Certainly there are no black dots. But it's clean because all a hundred dollars that you bought it with were yours. Have reina matzah, reina esrig. I want your pants to be clean. You have reina pants. You have clean pants. I'm like, who are you to talk? I want you to have clean jackets. Said the man who has dandruff all over his back. What do you mean you want clean? I want your jacket that all, every penny, every thread in your jacket you own. I don't want you wearing a jacket that's partly owned by somebody else. I want a jacket that's rain, that's clean. 
Certainly, chevre don't have dandruff on your jackets. Please, I'm going to be more careful. But I want a rain a jacket, a rain clean jacket that is clean menagezel. Your $100 jacket or five jackets all yours. Your moose knuckle coat is 100% yours. It shouldn't be, it shouldn't be only partially yours. Rain a gelt, clean money. We have rain estrig, it's beautiful to have a clean estrig. I want rain a gelt. What brings us to our Sinite, Kabbalah Satayr, is a person who lives clean. He's make sure he goes to the desert. That honest, authentic, real person, when it comes to the most pressurized area of our life, and in an area that often we can't be called out, he holds himself to a good standard. So all of us should be that Erlicha person, that sincere, authentic person. Should be the will of Hashem, we should all be there. Gufa itself, the Svasemis we learned, being careful when you can't be called out. Besides needing Erluchkeit, creates Erluchkeit. So the next time in some business thing you call yourself out, you should know you're becoming to the Har Hashem. Maishu Rabbeinu going to the Midbar, because he doesn't now will attach the Svasemis and close this out. Maishu Rabbeinu, who, why is he grazing by our Sinai? Because he doesn't want one sheep to eat a grass that doesn't belong to him. Nobody can call him out, but he knows. And he goes there that brought him right to the Har Hashem. You're a person, so besides that you need to be by the Har Hashem to do this, doing this brings you to the Har Hashem. Let's call ourselves out. Dabra Masir Lulev, and most definitely will bring us to Har Sinai. Have an outstanding day.